Hello, everybody. On tonight's episode of Backseat Quarterbacks, I am joined by Benny only. It is Benny and I. Steve is getting a well-deserved night off. The only person who doesn't get nights off around here is me, because I have to do all the recording, set it all up, but I don't complain, because I love the sound of my own voice. So Benny and I go over all of the Week 8 action uh, on this spooky Sunday, uh, Halloween Sunday. How about that? We're already into November tomorrow. That's crazy to me that this season's progressing this fast. But uh, we had a bloodbath of a Sunday when it comes to uh, wagering and uh, winning bets. It was not a great week, although we made up a little bit of space in the Sunday night game when the Cowboys won. Uh, I won't talk much more. I will remind everybody, we do have a big announcement that will be uh, coming out next uh, Sunday episode. So you'll hear it one week from today when you're hearing this episode. It's a good announcement. It's a big announcement. Uh, We're very proud of it. So uh, be on the lookout for that. I'll talk no more in this intro. So without further ado, here is Benny, not Steven. Okay, before we get started on this Halloween Sunday, this spooky Sunday, this witching hour fucked me Sunday, uh, bloody Sunday, a a lot of, a lot of bad um, words can be used to describe this Sunday. We're not with Steve today. Steve is uh, taking the night off, rest and relaxation after um, after a long day of watching football. Uh, he's trick-or-treating. He's an old man. He likes to trick-or-treat still. You can judge him for that if you please. I do personally. I think he's it's not weird. taking any kids. He's just going alone. He goes alone. He goes alone and he doesn't even wear a costume. So <laughs> he just shows up door to door. Knocks on a trick-or-treat. He's like a high school friend. When was the last year you trick-or-treated, Vinny? Trick-or-treated. Um, probably oh. in middle school. You went You went eighth grade? I don't, I don't think I went eighth grade. Seventh grade, okay. I think I was like too embarrassed by then, you know? I think I went seventh grade. I think that was it. Although, yeah. I'll tell you the truth. I miss getting Reese's, okay? The, I, the full, there would be a couple houses where I'd go that would give out full-size candy bars. Yeah. And they give unlimited, too. They'd like take so, five. So I'd take like five Reese's at some of these houses. It'd be great. What you do, as what obese you do though, been, so. if you're smart, is you find, you know, a group of family members who have kids, go with them and just mooch the candy off. The oh, yeah. Place. Take the 10% you know? off the top, right? You can exactly. pick, pick what you take. Yep. And you always Ooh, take what you like. Is that a is that a Reese's cup? Okay, I'll take mm-hmm. one. I, I take all that. You keep the you keep like the nerds and the laffy taffy and the and the yeah. all the crap I take for them. The Twix and the Reese's. Yeah, all the full size candy bars are being taken. That's that's the tax and anything that I want. But um, okay. On some sadder news, we got. Yeah, absolutely, let's just address the elephant in the room, huh? We got schlonged gambling this week. Uh, one of my worst weeks in uh. Honestly, in, in the history, I think. Now, I'm not down as much as I could have been down because the Cowboys uh, pulled it off at the end, which is very embarrassing for Kirk Cousins, might I add. Thank God. But um, I'm still down a substantial amount. Uh, the bookie has um, been cleared out. By the way, I texted him. I said, a good week for you, I presume? Response, haha, yeah, can't complain this week. <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah, because every line that seemed like a, a gimme just went the other way. Here's crazy. Mike White, Trevor Simeon, Cooper oh. Rush. Although we Co- won that one. Yeah, we won that one. But that that one, it depends on if you bet the line early and you thought Dak was going to play. Yeah, you know? true. Um, it was a – honestly, on our picks, I had a really good week against the spread. If you go back and listen, I'm 9-5 and five going into Monday Night Football. The problem is almost – Where your money season. was. 
all my money was connected to two teams this week uh, outside of the Cowboys that, that just won. It was on the Bucks and the Bengals. And, uh, well, if you look at those games, we're going to talk about them in a sec. If you look at them, both those teams uh, suffered defeats. But, okay, let's, uh, let's get into the games, talk about the action. I am no longer sad. We will bounce back next week. I already looked at the lines for next week, and let me tell you. Juicy? Not that juicy. But, of course, we can't – of course, yeah. It's actually better when they're not juicy because then you, you think a little harder. Yeah. Um, but, okay. Last week, Steve and I changed the format. We don't always start with the Sunday night game, but we actually should today because uh, it was a, not that entertaining, but it's Cooper Rush stepping in for Dak Prescott, game-winning touchdown. Um, controversy? No, no I, there should be one in Minnesota with uh, with Kirk Cousins getting outplayed by uh, yeah. a complete random. Do you know Good where him. Do you know where Cooper Rush went to college before? I think they game? said like uh, yeah, they said they said it Central Michigan or something like that. I think Western, Western Michigan. Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. Was he still I don't, don't even, know to be honest? Uh, yeah, and they said it played lights out um, for the most part. That was that's guts to go into an opposing team's home on national TV. And, uh, you know, execute a two-minute oh, yeah. drive to perfection. Like Chris Collinsworth said, lifetime game. Oh, yeah. He'll never forget this. He, has, he hasn't played. He had, what, three passes thrown in a regular season game since 2017? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty crazy. He, he balled out. I think he had, like, 350 yards. Like he he yeah. threw for a lot. And the Vikings defense should be embarrassed, too. Um, but my, my takeaway from this is that Dallas is a complete football team. It's not just Dak. Uh, they actually have ballers on at every spot on the field, pretty much. And on the defense, too. Yeah, and the defense is really good. And there was a time there in the fourth quarter where the refs just started throwing flags on every single uh, move that the Cowboys defense yeah. made. It became a joke, actually. And we're going to talk about it. We, let's just do officiating right now. Um, NFL refs, actually, you know, refs across all sports are pretty terrible. But NFL, it's just becoming egregious. Tough job. It's a tough job, sure, but guess what? They they don't deserve any. But for yeah, involved, right? I think honestly, I think that they're just they're just uh officiating to the rules. You know, I think that the rules have become very ticky tacky. You know, but the I mean? rules are subjective. Still, it takes human like yeah. It for example, the Bengals, right? We're gonna let's just let. Do you have anything else to say about the Dallas game? No, no, the Cowboys are legit. Helps them with seeding, winning this game. They're now seven and one. I think they're technically in first place in the NFC, but I, I don't know. Actually, I can't say that. There's two, three, seven and one teams, and then the Bucks are six and two. Um, but that's good for them that they won this game. The Bengals game. Well, the Bengals completely shafted this. They should have won it, but the refs are what really caused not caused them to lose, but they didn't even give them a chance. Uh, they called defender lowering his helmet. Oh, that was horrible on third down. That might have been the worst call in NFL history. Not the worst. Regular tackle. Yes. And the and the offensive player was the one that lowered his helmet. Mm-hmm. The other guy was getting in. That's how you teach somebody to tackle. Yeah. I and know. they got and they got flagged for that. They never got the ball back. Now we can go through other things that happened in that game that is the reason they lost. But to not even let them get the ball back on such a ticky tacky call, it's egregious. And it makes people question the integrity of the league. I've said this multiple times. When the refs are so bad that they're deciding games in a way, 
It just becomes a joke. Now, all credit to Mike White. That's his name, right? Yes, Mike White. Uh, do you know where he went to school, by the way? No. I don't know. I'll look it up, though. You know, we should he, he remember played, I was saying. We should I mean, do- he had two interceptions, right? But he played well. Yeah, I think he threw for 400 yards. He went to Western Kentucky, the Hilltoppers. Really? You know who else went to Western Kentucky? No, that was Eastern Kentucky. You know who went to Eastern Kentucky? Who? Uh, a man by the last name of Boyle. Oh, we still need him on the podcast. By the way, on the pod. we always say, or we were, we were discussing, you know, changing our name to back, um, backup quarterbacks. What a week for the backups. You were, you were alluding to that earlier. What a week. Congratulations. And Mike White had the best, best of them all. Three touchdowns, two picks, 400 yards, 400 yards. And this is a Bengals defense that has completely stifled um, some quarterbacks lately or in the last few games. They, they, made Lamar look terrible, right? Yeah. They really, really made Aaron Rodgers struggle a few weeks ago. It's, it's a good defense. It's a feisty defense, right? And uh, it's a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a Bengals defense. Okay. Okay. But uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but no, I mean, in this game, <laughs> preach, we, we, we both thought this was free money. We actually bought it down to nine and a half because we're all 10 yeah. might be a little tricky. They looked like they were going to cover it the whole time, and then they didn't. And then Mike White threw a touchdown, took the lead, and then the game was over. And then caught a two-point conversion, too, on top of it. Oh, yeah, he did, didn't he? Oh. Yeah. Everything went bad very quickly. And that's as soon as that happened, I was like, "Uh uh-uh, this is not good. This is not good for us. Um, No, and, I mean, they were were, – the Jets came out hot, but then the, the Bengals were in control like the, the whole rest of the game. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And until I honestly don't even know how this happened. That, I had that, was, that was a Halloween witching hour right there. That was, that was. That was the works of the, the 31st. Serious question. QB controversy there? No, I know they won't. What? But I, Mike, Mike White played oh, no, so much yeah, better than I know. Zach Wilson has played it all this year. Yeah, obviously like the investment is in Zach Wilson long term, but. And he played better than Zach Wilson played all year last week against the Patriots. I know they got blown out, but he played better than Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike White, congratulations. And you know what? Let's give a round of applause to this man, Benny. He just earned himself a 10-year NFL career. This is a first-team scamming. Backup. Uh, yeah. He's going to have a job. Cooper Rush did it too. Simeon did it too. These guys just yeah. earned themselves – Tens of like I'm not even being facetious with that number. Tens of millions of dollars was oh, earned yeah. today by these guys having um, above average to good games. Yeah. Congratulations! I want to be I want to do that once in my life. I know I'm not be a quarterback, but just need to be have 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 a use for me and just be ah, okay. And they're like, you know what? Let's keep them around. I just want that. I don't know what 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 career <laughs> path you could do that in outside of back backup quarterbacks, but there has to be something. We need to figure this out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, Vinny? Back up in another uh, industry, is what you're saying? Yeah, just – yeah, I, I'll sit on the bench. You need me, I'll be ready. Just give, give me a salary, uh, not not millions, you know, in the tens, twenties, thirty thousands. I'll just be, I'll just be sit, secluded in the wings ready to come in if needed. And I won't be good. I'll be okay, okay? I'm not just stay no, in that yeah, position No promises. Forever. No promises. No promises. Find, find me a job like that, Vinny. No expectations. That's the best. No expectations. Um, but, yeah, the Bengals – I don't think of the Bengals any differently. After this game, I know that's odd. Same. 
but it's I'm going to start thinking thinking differently when I'm when I'm deciding what to wager on. Last week they won the biggest game in modern franchise history by blowing out the Ravens. Mm-hmm. This was clearly a letdown opportunity for them. And yeah, dude, I don't know. It's just the NFL. Weird shit happens, you know. Like that you you can you can think that way. You can be like, oh, there's gonna be a letdown game. This is a look ahead game or whatever, right? And then shit goes completely as planned. But there's also a ton of times where the saying any given Sunday is completely true. So um yeah. That's true. Definitely. That's the beauty of the NFL. I don't know what to think. Yeah, it is a beauty. Exactly. Yeah, so I guess I have no takes on anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but yeah. I mean, uh, I like this Bengals team. I think Joe Burrow is legit. Uh, Jamar Chase, uh, the rest of that offense, they have good skill players. They're only weak spots offensive line. Burrow's able to get the ball out quick, so it's not actually that big of a weak spot. Um, I think this team's fine. I still think they're actually I, – I believe the Bengals are going to make the playoffs, win the division, not so, sh- not so sure. But coming into this game, they were in first place in the AFC, so – they aren't anymore, but not just the North, the, the entire conference. And so I'm still I'm still optimistic about their team. Remember the Jets beat the, the Jets. Two wins are impressive wins. Titans and Bengals. That's good wins. Good job by the Jets. Yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Titans are they beat the Bills and the Chiefs and had the Colts. A big one today. Yeah, yeah. Talking about that. Well, we Benny and I were. Uh, sweating this game out because this was the leg of our 10 to one parlay that we thought was most after the, I mean, after the Packers won, there was two legs left. Okay. Mm-hmm. We if were you, most worried about the Titans. Yes. Because they went down 14 zero and then it looked like Tannehill got concussed <laughs> and he stayed in, but, and then Carson Wentz gifted us the game. And this is, you know, you love and you hate Carson Wentz. It was a great moment by Wentz for people that bet on the Titans. This line moved like four points from when we discussed it, which always upsets me uh, because we were on the wrong side of it. But we were right. Bad Carson Wentz interception, the pick six, was – I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. He does. He, he's good for one or two of those plays every game. Yeah. It's yeah. patented Wentz where he tries to make something out of nothing and it never goes right. You know, it's like – He's the inverse of when Mahomes would do the no look passes or just like throw it up and it would always yeah, be caught. He's like Josh Allen in his first two years, but never grew out of it, you know? Yeah. It's just and one or two. He doesn't have the cannon arm. Yeah. One or two plays a game, Carson Wentz is going to give you something. And you know it's not going to be good, but you're hoping the other 70 offensive snaps are, you know, slightly above average to good, yeah. which usually they are. Usually they are. Um, but. The Titans made a sweat and turned out it didn't really matter to anything, but um, that was a fun game, right? Oh, yeah. What would you rate this week? This was a good football week, right? Yeah, I watched all the games on Red Zone, um, mm-hmm. and I was glued to the couch all day. No, number one, because, you know, two days of Halloween before, but um, also, like, yeah, it, there was a lot of good games. Uh, a lot of games came down to the wire, but um in in games that you look at like we thought before that weren't going to be good games right mm-hmm. um and now that we talked about our titans uh leg that did hit should we should we go to our last leg that uh screwed us i'd rather skip this i'm just kidding um <laughs> this is how i look at it um the the, the bucks game okay now yeah, minus five and a half 
Yeah, minus five and a half. This moved to minus four before the game, which um, started making me sweat at the end there because I thought like, oh, they're going to get to like four, but they mm-hmm. want to get to six. Um, they didn't get to either. They deserve but, to lose. Yeah. The, I don't know. This was like, this. T- this the Saints clearly care about this game a lot. It meant a lot to them because um, it's a rivalry game. Um, they were up for this game. The fans were insane. And Brady, it seems like Brady's kind of struggled against the Saints defense. This is similar to in New England. Um, he'd always play bad at Miami. Every single time they'd play in Miami, he would play bad. And it's, beca- it's a trend now with, against the Saints. Now, they won the playoff game last year, but he's one in three against them since going to Tampa. And the three losses have been not even close. They've been embarrassing losses, each, each of them. Uh, I think he's throwing two pick sixes against uh, – against the saints. He's throwing a lot of interceptions against them. He gets pressured in the pocket, which is very rare. This bucks offensive line is great, but it, it kind of breaks down against saints against the saints, even though the saints pass rush, isn't that great. Um, I don't know. It's, it's weird, but I'm not worried about the bucks going forward at all. They're one of the most injured teams. They're going into the bye. Um, they're going to get their guys back. None of those are season ending injuries. The saints though. Um, to really to, to transition to that, that's a, a gutsy win. No turnovers. If you would have told me Jameis Winston, Trevor Simeon, over under two and a half picks, I would have probably taken the over in the game, right? No fumbles either. Uh, this score really doesn't make much sense to me. I'm looking at the stats. I don't know how they got to 36. I know. I mean, I guess the, the pick six, right? So they were at 29, but I don't even know how they got to 29. I watched this game, the entire game, and I just kept thinking, you know, they were down. I think the, the Bucks were down. What were they down at? 16, 23, uh, 23 to seven, 23 to seven. Yeah, yeah. 23, seven. And I'm like, I think the Bucks are going to get to 30. And if they get to 30, this will cover, this will win. Um, I just am never counting them out because of how many big play players they have and how quick. Oh yeah. I mean, they did it. They got back in the game. Oh yeah. They took the lead. Exactly. I will say this. If it, again, I don't, I'm not going to keep making this an issue, but the officials in this game were terrible and that's not to take away from Trevor Simeon and and what the team did, but I think they had, um, can I see this? They had like, 14 flags compared to three for the saints. And the flags were like, they were such subjective flags, right? It's similar to the, similar to what we saw in the Cowboys game, similar to what we saw with that Bengals call. It was just late hit on the quarterback where they would touch him or they called taunting. And I understand taunting's a thing, but Devin white had three 15 yard penalties and they're, they were all ticky tacky calls in big moments. And it's like you, the ref, the refs take over games and it's just so sickening because it's not like the better teams getting winning. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to do this because I'm a fan of the Tom Bridge or the bucks, but it's just, I watch this and it's like, you can, you can realistically, if you're an official call holding on every single play, every play, right. There, there is holding. Oh yeah. So it's all just, subjective throwing the flag when it's when it's obvious usually right but the thing is they were calling plays that were not obvious 
They called on the Jameis Winston when he, I think he tore his ACL. We didn't talk yeah, about that. that. Was bad. I know. I feel bad for Jameis. I really like him. But on that play, they called a horse collar. He didn't grab he, his shoulder. It was his jersey. He grabbed his jersey and he didn't pull like that. He pulled it to the side. That's not that he didn't grab the nameplate. It's it's like that's it says in the rule. You yeah. have to grab the nameplate. They have people from New York that talk to the refs now during the game. Really? Hey, that's not a horse collar. Pick the flag up. They could do that. They didn't. And by the way, they scored points that drive, I think. Or maybe not. That might not have been a drive they scored points. But it's just like these calls are getting out of hand. And it's happening across all levels of football. I'm talking college and college in the NFL. And everybody complains about it on Twitter. Now, nobody will ever stop. Nobody will ever boycott the NFL because of the officiating. But that's because we're all addicted to, addicted to the sport. But it's like. And we've all seen the replacement refs. Yeah, they're even worse. It's a it's a tough game to officiate. I'm not I'm not uh, saying it isn't, but um, this game was kind of told me that the majority of NFL officials are uh, law professionals. Hmm. Well, maybe I just found maybe I just found my um yeah my thing where I could be terrible at and uh, keep keep a job because the because refs never get never get in trouble for bad calls. Um. And by the way, if I became a ref. I would be so one-sided for the teams I like, but I don't think you're allowed to ref the game. I just say I like bad teams, and then I'd, I'd <laughs> they put me on a Patriots game. I'm I'm calling everything on the other team. Just I think we're gonna I have to cut that if I ever want to do that quickly. Nah, I'll, I'll, I'm good at it. I'm good at uh, disguising my my fandom on the field. I show up in like a Patriots hat <laughs> before the game, <laughs> but um, in a in a Brady jersey. Yeah, uh, but. This game obviously sucked because it made us lose uh, what would have redeemed our weekend by a lot. Oh man, it would have it would have put us way up. Yeah, it would have been a great week. It would it, it went from a it would have gone from a terrible week to a pretty joyous, phenomenal week. Joyous week. Yeah, so it sucks. Amazing it's, week. But it is sports betting. It's what happens, and uh, you had to take these L's and move on. I'm going to tell you this going forward. I'm probably more optimistic on the Bucks than um, than I probably should be, but this is the reason. You're going to get f- more favorable lines after this loss, okay? Probably, and I'm going to take them. I can't. I don't remember their schedule. They're going into a bye week, but when they play the Saints again, I'm doing the same thing. I'm max betting the Bucks a ton of money on them and a whole bunch of lines because I don't think this happens again. Uh, but I could be wrong, so don't take my word for it. Brady. I think is still MVP leader, MVP front runner. Do you have somebody else that you would say is? Um, he had a bad game today, but you look at his stat line, uh, 370 yards, four touchdowns. Now he had three turnovers. They're, they were terrible turnovers. They led to points, each of them. So he's to blame for the loss, but the stats are what really matters. He's going to lead the league in touchdown passes and yards Dak, probably. Dak maybe, if he can get back on the field. Uh yeah, Dak's up there, I guess. I'd say it's Brady. Tyler Murray, maybe if he can get back on track, but he hasn't been good. I feel like it's like moments and, you know, streaks that really um, – It's a narrative award. Elevate somebody. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's who's hot at the end of the year, too. Like, remember Russell Wilson, very hot at the beginning of the year. It was his his award to lose. And then Brady was just, like, you know, chipping away, chipping Mr. Away, September. Chipping away. Mr. September. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um. Yeah, I get that. It is narr- I mean, the thing is, is I was thinking when uh, they got the ball back with two minutes to go or one minute and 40 seconds. And I was like, if he leads a game winning drive here, 
nobody will remember the picks or nobody will remember the pick and the fumble. They'll only remember Brady doing Brady things, which that's narrative building today. I think the winners of that was, I guess, Aaron Rodgers on Thursday night, Rogers, Yeah, but he hasn't, his stats just aren't, they're good, but they're not like eye popping. Uh, maybe Mahomes tomorrow, but he's out of the race. Never mind. He's thrown too many picks. Um, I think Mahomes right now is 50 to one for MVP. If you want to, <laughs> there's always value for that. You always want to take that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. You know, they'd give it to him if he turned it around. No, oh, I know they would. Wow. What a comeback. Okay. Jumping from one fandom to my other, because I'm a sports polygamist uh, right now, the Patriots. How about that for a call, Benny? I was the only one that said this. And yeah, uh, good, good game by them. They, that was the that was the most professional the Patriots have looked since Brady left in this game. They, I don't know how much you watched. I had two screens. One was the Bucks game. One was the Patriots game. And I watched intently both games. I really, I really thought um, New England looked good. Mac Jones had his worst game as a pro. He started pretty hot, and then in the middle there, in the second and third, or on the end of the first quarter through the second quarter, he I think he missed like 12 passes in a row. So his completion percentage uh, is about 50%. No touchdowns, no picks, no turnovers, though. Um, they played a real efficient game. And I what I said, my prediction was, the Chargers have such bad special teams that it's going to bite them in the ass. And you know what happened? Gunnar Ushleski, okay, uh, their punt returner, his name is Gunnar, uh, had, I think, three or four punt returns for 20-plus yards. And when you're setting yourself up in plus field position, p- possession after possession, good things typically happen. And so what you have here is a really good Patriots win over a, a good Chargers team. Herbert has looked bad against the Patriots. He's looked good against everybody else. But in his career, he's been terrible against New England. Belichick has had three masterclasses uh, on stopping quarterbacks this year. And then the rest of the season, he's been like, eh, I'm not, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. it really makes no sense. But I'll tell you this. They got the ball back with eight minutes to go. The Patriots up a touchdown. And you know what they did? They took off seven minutes of clock and kicked a field goal to win the, to go up 10 and pretty much seal the deal. That's, how you finish a football game, Benny, you know what I'm saying? That's that what you want to see. That's what you want to see a good football team do. Beautiful. So I said, again, I don't think I'm going to talk too much about the Patriots um, this season. Cause I did that really long thing about on the, after the Cowboys game, but this team's making the playoffs. I'm very confident in that. And I'm going to just give you their schedule right now. They go Panthers next week. A little Stefan Gilmore revenge game. Then they have the Browns. The, we're, we can talk about the Browns right after this. I'm not super high on them. Falcons, Thursday night football. That's a definite win. Then it goes Titans, Bills, Colts, Bills. That four-game stretch. If they can go over the next six games, four and two, get to eight and six, and then they finish off with the Jags and the Dolphins, that's 10 wins. And I eh, I'm just saying, just saying, doesn't seem out of the possibility, right? 
No. So don't be surprised when uh when they make when they make a push okay they're not the 12 and 5 team i thought they would be but uh this is a good football team and a lot of people gave shit to them because they beat the they killed the jets last week well what the jets do this week benny be be one of the hottest teams in football so any given sunday yes sir and uh i really love mac jones i like matthew judon a lot and uh I think this team, I think this team has, is, I think this is a good football team that can compete with anybody. And so um, would not be surprised if they made the playoffs. Don't think they're a championship team, but a playoff team I do. Browns. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Um, this is a question people have to ask now. Does he deserve a big contract? And if so, what number? Because I don't think so. What's a starting quarterback get this year or the, uh, now with um, he does not deserve a big contract, 100%. No, so he's not going to get one of those 40 million a year, right? No, 30. He, I mean, I'm that's sure the market now, 30 for a starter. That's not a rookie, right? 30. I think he, I think he can justify 30. But if you give him the 40, the 42, the 43, whatever that, that no, people like no Dak, chance. Mahomes, Allen are getting, you are destroying your franchise, and absolutely. I don't even know what happened in this game. How did this happen? Like I was watching red zone during this and they kept flashing to it. And it felt like nobody could score any points. And then I saw the, the best play of this game was the kicker, the, the Pittsburgh kicker getting slammed destroyed on the fake. I feel like a fake um, field goal attempt shouldn't take eight seconds to develop. You know, I feel like that's, that was a little, a little long on the, uh, on the fake holding onto the ball for a kicker. <laughs> he got destroyed. So now they don't have a kicker anymore. How do they win this game? Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. How many points did they score? 10 points? 10 points. Yeah. Uh, just an ugly Steelers win, I guess. I don't know. They, I was really high on them. The Browns? Yeah. I don't think they're making the playoffs really for what it's worth. I mean, we're, we're getting to the point where we're eight games in they're four and four um, the Ravens, the Bengals and the Steelers. I think they're in last place in their division. Yeah. Every other team has a winning record. Um, you go through their schedule. Now they have the Bengals this next, this upcoming week. That's a huge game. I don't think they're beating the Bengals. Then the Patriots. We, we'll talk about that when that time comes. Lions, probably a free win. Then they go, is this real? Ravens, Ravens? They go back-to-back Ravens, Ravens. No. They get a buy. No they, get a buy. they get a buy, but then it's Ravens, oh, Ravens. Ravens, buy Ravens? That's yeah. crazy. And by, and they, yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Then it goes Raiders, Packers, Steelers, Bengals. They, yeah, they're not. This is a, hopefully you get to eight wins. That's a hard schedule. So... I don't know what they do. Maybe dip their toes for uh, for one of the veterans. If anybody, nah, who's gonna go to Cleveland though? I mean, that's a really good team. Like that is a good team. It's a really good team to come in as a quarterback and you know elevate them. That's true. They're they're in a position a lot of teams are in in NFL history, which is. We're right on the precipice of greatness, 
but our roster isn't great enough to carry a bad quarterback. The quarterback has to be at least somewhat competent to win. And I think Baker ha- Baker is good enough to win a Super Bowl, right? But he just doesn't show up enough. And when you're so inconsistent, it's going to be hard to piece together three or four straight playoff games where you're doing yeah. enough to win. And we see it, we've seen it a lot with a lot of good teams um, that just don't have great quarterbacks. So, Jesus. Um, Lions, never betting on them again. We agree? Yeah, that was they, – they're, like, going into a game, best chance to win a game, and they just got absolutely destroyed. Which game do the Lions win? Let's play this real quick. Steelers? Nope. Browns? Nope. Bears? Mm, probably not. That defense is too good. Vikings? Nope. Okay. Broncos? Maybe, but That's a maybe. Not. Cardinals, no. Mm-mm. Falcons is a maybe, but maybe. probably not. Then Seahawks, Packers. So Two ooh. potential wins in there, I'd say. Two and a half. I'd say Falcons. Um, <laughs> what was the other one? Uh, the Broncos. Broncos. Falcons, Broncos, and then slight chance with the Bears. Yes. What's crazy is I'm looking at these box, score, box scores when, I, when we're talking about the games. Jalen Hurts. Nine for 14, 100 yards. That was a stat line. This team scored 44 points. Now, he, yeah, he ran for crazy. 70 yards, but these scores make no sense. And I watch these games, and I'm like, how did this happen? Pick six, Darius Slay. Oh, yeah, true. Points added fast. He didn't have a pick six, though. It says Goff didn't throw. Oh, was it a fumble six? Oh, fumble yeah, six. I'm not sure. He scored. Yeah. I remember uh, Hanson. I said Chris Hanson. Scott Hanson went on mm-hmm. – uh, went on a uh, a nice little nice little saying of what happened there um 49ers we're, we're only going to touch on maybe one more game 49ers a lot of people think this might have been jimmy g's last start if he didn't play good two rushing touchdowns huh 300 yards um two rushing touchdowns debo huge game yeah uh you like Elijah Elijah Mitchell? Mitchell, good game yes yeah, he had- he had 137 yards rushing or something and a touchdown. Yeah, he had a good game. Uh, Justin Fields had an insane rush, an insane one, where he that broke like three play. tackles and scored a touchdown. The, you can't coach that. No, you can't. I, I don't know how – did they draw it up that way, Benny? Is that, is that a yep. way they draw it up? Yep. <laughs> it's uh, this Bears team probably going nowhere. Um. They're gonna get they're gonna get new um, new leadership in the front office and in the coaching staff probably, and just hopefully Justin Fields stays healthy and you can uh, you can watch him grow. This division's a runaway. The Packers are three games up on the Vikings and the Bears, seven games up on the Lions. Um, it's looking honestly these divisions look kind of locked up, in not all but in the NFC, the Cowboys are six and one. They have a three-game lead on the Eagles. There's really no competitive teams in this division besides the Cowboys. The NFC West, you have the Cardinals and Rams, both 7-1. and one. Four-game leads on the 49ers and the Seahawks. That looks like a two-team mm-hmm. battle. Packers, 7-1, and three-game lead on the rest of the division. And then the Lions. Uh, the Bucks are only one game up on the Saints and lost them head-to-head. But 
I'm not going to talk, I'm not going to like this talk and talk anything bad about the saints, but uh, let me ask you, do you think the saints can win 12 games with Simeon and, or if they bring in Cam Newton and, or nope. Taysom Hill, no, probably no. not. So this looks like a, this looks like a sliding slope. And then the Panthers are four and four, but it doesn't look like they're bringing in Watson. And I can tell you this, I don't think Sam Darnold's going to be able to get it done. The AFC is a little closer. You, the Titans are running away three games. But then in the north, you have the Ravens, five and two, Bengals, five and three, Steelers, four and three, Browns, four and four. That's still anybody's division, although I do think there's a bit of a talent discrepancy between the top two and the bottom two, especially a quarterback. Um, AFC West, this is crazy. Raiders, five and two, Chargers, four and three, Broncos, four and four, Chiefs, three and four. They're going to probably be four and four after tomorrow, but that is crazy. Bottom of the division. Uh, also the chiefs have given up 203 points. That's a lot. Uh, there's very few teams that have given up more than that. And then the AFC East. Now the bills are five and two, the Pats are four and four, and then everybody else two and five and one and seven. Ooh, don't, uh, don't let me bet the Pats to win that division. Okay. Because I will, I will, if the line's good enough. So what do you think? Are, are we going to have competitive division races going down to the wire? It seems kind of uh, in the AFC, but in the NFC, the NFC is kind of locked up for the playoff teams, right? A lot um, of the things can change, but it seems like we have a kind of a good picture. Cowboys, Packers are locked in. Cowboys, Packers, Bucks are all playoff teams, right? hundred percent. Yeah. The Bucks yeah. might not win. I don't see how the Bucks don't win their division, but they're going to win 12 games, right? Yeah. I mean, but after today, anything goes, honestly. Can I give you the Bucks schedule real quick? Find the losses. Sure. That's, that's really – just try this. Okay, so they're 6-2. and two. They have a bye week, and then they go Washington, Giants, Colts, Falcons. That's not hard at all. The Bills is a hard game. The Saints again, this time at home. Then they ended with Panthers, Jets, Panthers. I feel like that's a pretty yeah. cupcake schedule. I think at, at max they lose three three of those games. Okay, twelve and five. So yeah, that'd get them in. That so listen, we can uh, we could probably end this here. We don't need to go long on this at all. But um, is it a rough day betting? But guess what? That's why they Lick make your wounds. That's why they make eighteen of these weeks, Benny. Okay. You're gonna have you're gonna yep. have some tough ones, you're gonna have some good ones. Some ups and downs. Uh this is this is ebbs and flows, right? In the river. Mm-hmm. This is uh this is a waterfall this week. Okay. But now we're we're going back upstream starting next week. Before, before, just a real quick look ahead. Real quick. NFL week nine. Let's see, let's see if we can like any of these matchups before we preview them. Oh, I do not like Thursday night. I can already tell you I'm staying away. Jets Colts. We don't know if we're gonna get Mike White from today or Mike White from last Sunday. That's a scary one. It's 10 points, I think. Just guessing. Um, it's, ooh. You think it's 10 points? Oh, boy. I think so. Uh, might change because Mike White looked good, but I think the look ahead was 10. Vikings-Ravens, Packers-Chiefs. I'm going to tell you this. If the Chiefs do not look good this week or tomorrow, I'm going to put a lot of money on the Packers really quick before that line moves because the Chiefs are always going to get bet heavy. Um, mm-hmm. Titans Rams. That seems like a good place for the Rams Sunday night football. Ooh, the Titans are due for an upset, right? For like a letdown. They have to be three straight. Oh, non-letdowns. I, I think the Rams are a better team anyways. Yeah, exactly. 
God. Okay, this next week's not that great. I'll be honest with you, but um, there are some opportunities. Patriots Panthers is a good one too. Okay, Benny. Well, we will be back on, um, yeah, on our next podcast. Uh, oh. We our announcement is happening next Sunday, one week from today. You'll hear it Monday. Oh, yeah. Be excited. Big things popping. Okay, Benny. Thank you, my friend. Later.